You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network. The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or philosophies of the PFC Entertainment Network or any of the affiliates that make this show possible. This show has also been rated M for mature audiences only. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Nothing you lose. Good day, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. And now it's time. Hey, 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 yo. Can somebody call my mama? It's about to get Welcome to the Heat Vent. I am your host, the pretty boy redneck, Levi Blue. Coming to you live from my front porch. This is not the show where you ask, what color does a Smurf change when you choke him? Or, how do you handcuff a one-armed man? No, this is the show where I sit on my front porch, bitch, whine, moan, and complain, And I watch as the world goes by. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday. It is time for another episode of The Heat Vent. We are just three days away from the fat man delivering those presents and putting them underneath the tree. And we're not talking about me pushing my fat ass down the chimney. No, 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 no. We're talking about Santa Claus. And what better way to get into the holiday spirit then to have someone else join me on the front porch on the heat vent. Nation, I bring to you the host of the real podcast here on the PFC Entertainment Network. It's Amy Sheridan. Amy, how you doing? I'm actually doing quite well. I'm doing quite well. I'm just sitting here sipping my tea because, you know, you can't have any uh, any good gossip without the tea. Yeah, we're um, always dishing up tea here. Right? And you're on your front porch, but I'm in my recliner looking out my front window, you know, because yeah. I'm one of those people. So you're kind of like the Alice Kravitz pulling down the blind, seeing what the neighbors are doing type of bullshit? Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I love people watching out my window. Yeah, we don't have that many people here in the neighborhood. We just have a bunch of uh, morons and idiots for lack of a a better term here at, and yeah, in the nation. Well, I'm going to already start doing the bed, bed, bed bullshit, aren't I? Oh, you're fine. Amy, I called you up this morning because a video on Facebook and, uh, 
I know how much I hate social media, but I'm on it all the time. I'm kind of a hypocrite when it comes to social media. Video will come across my radar, and I had to post it up because, quite frankly, I think when people are very opinion opinionated that we, as the public, have a right to have our own opinion based on their opinions. Right. And uh, quite frankly, being the holiday season, by the way, Merry Christmas to you. Yes, Merry Christmas to you as well. And, and um, your lovely wife, Sharon. Yes, my, my wife with the rainbow bright hair. She's loving it. Dude, I love her hair. It is so <laughs> great. Like, I could not believe how great it looked. You know, because usually those colors, they're so hard to achieve. But my God, and she pulls it off so well. And, it, you know, you and Jason, who co-hosts with you on The Real Podcast, you guys talk about auras all the time. Her aura has done like a 180. Her confidence has been boosted a hundred times full since she has gone with this new hair color. Yeah. Yeah. She's, man, I, I told her, I'm like, <laughs> I know it may seem like I'm just this outspoken person, but I'm so muted and I'm so jealous that like she, like she just gets it and she's not scared. And like, I would have been terrified, but she just, she radiates with with confidence and like she pulls this off so well. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Well, it sounds like we're going to go down a different path here and I'm going to go ahead and travel this path with you. Think about how Sharon was 20 years ago when you first met her to where yeah. she is now. She uh, was very shy, very very shy, very in her shell and she Actually, I, I think I started noticing a difference and maybe it's, you know, I don't know if it's just because like we, we talk so often now, but I noticed she started coming out of her shell, like when you guys moved to Holly, you know, so I think that your place of residence have, has a lot to do with that because then I started seeing her, you know, get involved with, you know, the, the witches dance crew I don't know if I'm saying that right but they're like they're just amazing ladies and like I've never done something like that you know what I mean like she is just living her best life and you can tell like and and when you had us over for dinner I mean she was just like let's take a shot and I'm like oh my god that is so something that like my 20 year old self would say let's do it you know she was just so wonderful and so open and you just yeah she's so came out of her shell i i'm so here for it i love it she she is so different than like when i first met y'all in the mwo i mean in the mwo she would just sit in the chair we had the littles at that time they're not so little now i know they were babies uh, they're babies my son just got out of the army but yet 20 years ago, he was running around to you guys around uh, the bar and selling you guys pictures for a quarter apiece, my little entrepreneur, you know. And anymore, I'm lucky to get him off his bed and off the video games to <laughs> go do anything. But I feel, I I feel you. Yeah, I feel yeah. you on that. Well, let's get back to the uh, original subject at hand. We're going to talk about Christmas and uh, certain perceptions that 
people have about the holiday season. Uh, I don't know if the nation's going to agree with us or disagree with us. Fact of the matter is, if they disagree with us, they can get their own damn podcast. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm opinionated. You're definitely opinionated. Little disappointed that you're drinking the tea instead of the wine because, you know, I heard you bust into a second bottle on the last episode of the real podcast and that was great. Dropping F bombs like it was flavored glitter. I oh mean, just. Oh my God. <laughs> so embarrassed. I'm so, I, it was a bad day and it was just, it was so bad. And like the more I drank the wine, like during our thing, it was, oh, it was getting so bad. <laughs> downstairs after recording that it was like whoa maybe i need like i opened a second bottle sean <laughs> yeah maybe maybe uh the intro song should be the more i drink and <laughs> we'll get that going this morning <laughs> yeah no just just tea this morning just tea <laughs> just tea just tea okay <laughs> so Going back to the beginning, uh, getting back on the right path, as I was saying, I came across this video, it came across my radar. Woman very opinionated about what parents do for their kids uh, at the holiday season and how it affects other children. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to play the video. We're going to hear the sound bite, and I'm going to pick your brain about this because I definitely have opinions about it. And Nation, I know you got opinions about it, too. So, look, I'm here. Amy's here. We're here for your opinions. We want to hear this shit. Do not sit on your keyboards. Stop going to OnlyFans. Stop swiping right. Use your fingers to write your opinions on this subject, on this post. Do it on the PFC Network's page. Do it on my page. Do it on Amy's page. Just fucking say something because that's what we're here for. We want to hear your opinions. I mean, I can't be the only opinionated son of a bitch on the heat vent. This is why I bring an Amy on here, because she's got opinions, too. You want to join us on the front porch? As Jason would say, we are here for it. So here's the clip. Apparently, this is a controversial topic. How many gifts does Santa Claus bring per child? Can we all just collectively remind Santa Claus that Santa's elves, they make toys in their toy factory. They don't make Xbox. Can we also remind Santa Claus that us parents should get the credit for that $500 gift? Can we also remind Santa Claus that not every parent can do a huge elaborate Christmas. For those families who can do elaborate expensive Christmases, please remember your children will go to school and tell their friends what Santa Claus brought them. And Bobby, who is told that your gift got an Xbox Five this year, well, Bobby's mother died of cancer last year and Bobby's father lost his job. And unfortunately, Santa Claus was only able to give Bobby a toy truck for Christmas. If we could all collectively inform Santa Claus of this, that would be great. We can make Christmas magical for everybody if we all work together. Thank you, Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amy. You heard what she had to say. I'm just going to sit back and let you roll at this point. Oh, my God. I, you know, I have so many opinions about this. This, 
it seems like this has been like a recirculated thing um, throughout many, many years. You know, this is not the first time I've heard it. Um, it, it actually, it was the first time I've seen it this year, but it was, I, I think it may, it may have been more present like in COVID years and everything, you know, when everyone was having a hard time, but, um, I'm just, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so fucking conflicted because yes, I feel bad for when that happens, but who in the hell are you to tell me <laughs> what I can get my child? Like, I was very poor growing up. Very, very poor growing up. Like, we did not have crazy extravagant Christmases or anything like that. You know, I think, like, the most expensive gift I think I ever got was, like, a Game Boy. You know, and, and that was, like... One year, you know, like, oh, my God, I, I got a Game Boy and it was just insane, you know, and but I'm like, no, no, you mm, you cannot tell me what to get my kids. Like one of the things that Tim and I strive to do and maybe we're doing it wrong, but I don't really give a fuck because there is no wrong or right way to do Christmas for your child. But one of our things is we've always wanted to give our kids a better Christmas than, like, what we had, even though, like, what we had wasn't so bad. You know, like, the the times are changing. The shit is more expensive, you know, this time of year. And if if you can, you can. If you can't, you can't. You know, like, yeah, I always try to tell my kids, you know, like, no, don't be going to school fucking bragging. Yeah, sometimes it happens. But, like, we've also had those poor Christmases with our kids. But they still appreciated every single thing that they got, you know, and they never came home crying like, oh, Jimmy got an Xbox for Christmas. Why doesn't Santa love me? That is, I've never actually seen that happen. I've never actually had that play out. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen because I'm I'm sure it does. But I just don't understand why a child would take stock into something else a child has if their parents aren't preparing them for, for that kind of thing. You know, like my kids were never ungrateful. They've never came home and said, well, so-and-so has this, not even with the phone business. And let me tell you the phone business. I didn't let my kids have phones, uh, you know, like Matt, I think he was like 14 before I, I bought him a phone. Chase, a little bit different just because he has to stay after school for some things. He goes to his friend's house for some things. And, like, he just needs a phone. But it's like a plain Jane phone. And he's 12, and we were, like, really, really <laughs> not wanting to get him that. But he's never came home and said, well, so-and-so has phones. Everyone has phones. Why? Why can't I have one? He never even really asked. We just got it for him because it was, like, it was needed. It was something that was needed. My kids have always been grateful for that kind of stuff, and they've never thrown shit in other kids' faces. So I think a lot of this has to deal with the parents and not covering up the fact that, you know, like, how expensive your gifts are. Like, why in the fuck are they going? How do they know what's expensive and what's not anyway? You know, like, you're not supposed to be telling them how much gifts cost. 
And you know me, like, I'm a crazy bargain shopper. So, like, chances are I didn't pay full price for the gift anyway. You know, but it 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 burns my ass because, yes, it's I'm sure it's a real thing. Have I ever seen it happen? No. And there is a lot of underprivileged kids in Lapeer County. You know, like, I've never seen them hurt like that. So I don't really think it's that big of an issue that someone needs to go and make a post and tell us parents what we can get and get, you know, from from fucking Santa. Fuck you. Like, right. How does how does she even know that the elves don't make an Xbox Five? I I, I mean I don't think there's such a thing as an Xbox Five, but sure. <laughs> you know I digress. Now when my kids were little, my kids were born eleven months apart. Okay, and I did worry about the amount of gifts, like how many gifts each kid got, and yeah. we made sure up until about the time they were ten years old that they got the equal amount of gifts. Yes. As they got older, we were more cognizant of how much we were spending on the gifts. But like you, I'm a bargain shopper too. But the one thing that I didn't, uh, when I bought their gifts, I didn't take, I know this is going to sound really bad. I didn't take the sale price in mind. I always kept the retail value in mind because my kids were at that age where they knew what the retail values of this shit was. Yeah. So if I bought Hunter a $300 video game system, I made sure to get Ashley enough gifts or a gift that was an equal to that $300. Sure. Now, if it was, and we'll get on the subject of the cell phone here in a minute. If it was something that I thought was neat, like let's say a robotic toy that both kids would like, they each got one. You know, yeah. that, that's just the way it worked. I remember standing in line for Zuzu Pets for four hours back in the day. Zuzu Pets. Uh, Zuzu Pets all the way around the corner behind Toys R Us over there on uh, Linden Road in Flint. Wait for damn Zuzu Pets because I had to make sure that each kid got a Zuzu Pet. And since it was only a limit of one Zuzu pet, I had to wait in line. Sharon had to wait in line to get these damn things. But what this woman was talking about, in essence, to me, was creating like a egalitarian society. I know yeah. that's a big word coming from Levi, but <laughs> it is. Picture. I was quite surprised when you used it. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know what type of society that is. Uh, we can use the Hunger Games, for instance. Every district, every person was the same. Every person had the same clothes. Every person had the same uh, utilitarian desires. Look, another big word. You like that? And, uh, you know, they pretty much had the same things in their household. So, like, what this woman was saying to me is that every boy in America should get a baseball bat. Every girl in America should get a doll. And, you know, that would be it. And... That was my next thing. Every child's interests are different. Like, right. Chase didn't start getting into video games until a while. So you're right. Like, we would, we we did the same thing. Like, we, everyone has, like, a, a thing of, like, how they open presents. And, like, in our household, you know, um, we pass them out. to The kids always open their stockings first, and then we pass out a gift one to each of them, they open it, and then we'll pass out another gift 
to each of them. So in essence, I had to make sure, and I still make sure that they get gift per gift um, as they get older. And as Matt gets older, obviously his gifts are way more expensive. You know, like one video game could mean like three play sets for Chase, you know, so I would always make sure after after Matt knew about Santa, I would always make sure to tell him, hey, listen, just so you know, you know, like, be real slow with opening your stuff this year, you know, because, like, one of your gifts equals, like, three of his, you know, be, because he's so much cheap. You know, my kids are 10 years apart. Yours are 11 months. So you got to, like, equally do that, but I, I know why you do that. Like, cause our kids, yeah, they don't just like go under the tree. I know some people do that and you know, they just open up whatever they see is theirs. We don't do that. I, I like to draw it out. I, you know, I like them to see the gift, appreciate the gift. I like to look at their faces when they open it. You know, it's, it's, that's what, what truly brings me joy. And and every child's interests are different. So how can you sit there and say, well, everyone should get a toy truck? Like, that makes zero friggin' sense to me. You know, Especially and, in this day and age, because who's to say that the little girl doesn't want the truck and the little yeah. boy wants the doll, you well, know? And then they're no longer fighting about who got the Xbox and who Santa loves more. But now you open up the can of worms of maybe, well, how come he got a blue bat and I got a red one? I hate red. You know, like, it. there will always be something. There will always be something. Everything cannot be colored anymore. It must be all gray washed. Everything is gray. Everything is dull. Everything is lined right up. You know something, and someone's not going to be happy because they don't like gray. Maybe they like white or me, (laughs) you know. Uh, Yes. This woman's view is very, very skewed. I almost feel like that she's the type of woman who, if you were to invite over your house, she would look at her husband with her kids next to her and go, oh, my God, did you see what Amy had on her TV stand? That was beautiful. How come we don't have one of those? And then pretty soon, you know, they buy one and it's on their TV stand. My mother-in-law, oh, I can write a book on this bitch. Um <laughs> but she is very much the same way. If I buy my wife something uh, that my mother-in-law likes, my mother-in-law gets jealous and she wants the same thing. If she buys my wife an outfit for Christmas, she buys her, Oh, hi, kitty, kitty. (laughs) There's a kitty, kitty visiting us. And it's not my kitty this, this time. But if my mother-in-law buys my wife a gift, you damn well better believe my mother-in-law has one for herself in her house because she does not like the one-upsmanship, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, Sharon, at one point in time, wanted to collect DVDs, movies, and, you know, me too. And you've been to my house. It looks like a goddamn video store at my house. Yes. My mother-in-law in essence, tried to keep up with the Joneses, tried to keep up with Levi and his wife. Every time we bought a DVD, she would go out and buy a DVD. It got to the point, oh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to spill the tea, Amy. <laughs> it got to the point one time, and this is 
hand to God. You see where my hand is up over my heart, hand up. This is God's honest truth. If there was a Bible in front of me, I'd lay my hand down on it right now. She came to me one time, literally in tears, because she did not have the money to pay for her pain medication. Me, being the son-in-law that I am, how much money do you need? And it was, you know, Sharon and I were struggling back then. We were on credit cards, this, that, and the other. It was, I have to say it was around 120 to $150 for her medication. Wow. I gave it to her. Okay. Pay me back when you can. Uh, you know, we're really not worried about it, even though I was. Okay. Yeah. We go to her house the next day to check in on her. On her coffee table, there is 10 brand new DVDs sitting on her coffee table. Looked at my wife, looked at my mother-in-law, looked at the table, looked back at my mother-in-law. I said, hey, Ma, where'd you get these DVDs from? She says, and I quote, well, I didn't use the money that you gave me. Okay, so where did you get the money? And how come you didn't use it for your medication? She says, well, I used the money that I got when I stole my medication to buy the DVDs. I said, so wait a minute. I gave you money for your medication. You used that money to buy your medication. Then turn around and sold your medication so that you could buy DVDs. When you told me you were in so much pain and so upset that you could not afford your prescriptions. This is what I've had to deal with constantly with this woman. And that's why it came to a head a couple of weeks ago after 23 years where I finally blew up on the air about my mother-in-law. Yeah. But in order to keep up with us, she conned me into giving her money so she can have what we have. And this is exactly the type of woman that I feel this woman in this video is. That's, Oh, my God. That's like a whole nother level. Like, she's got to have some <laughs> That was, I was like, she, okay, so she borrowed money from you, paid the pain medication, sold the pain medication, bought the DVD. What? Yep. What? Like, yep. oh, oh, my God. I despise people like that. You know, they, they. Oh my God! They take for granted the kindness. Like I, I know how kind you know you you and Sharon are, and and how you, you guys would help anybody. Um, you have helped just about everyone that came across your feet, unless they like burned a bridge, you right. know. In which that's on that's on them. Um, but yeah, you you definitely got to draw the line somewhere, and that is just that's that's crazy. That's crazy. And then it's sad because when you get taken advantage of like that, then like you feel it and then it makes you not want to be the person that you really are and, and help somebody else. Like once someone right. screws you over like that, the real people that do need help, they they can't get it or they don't get it because everyone's so skeptical. skeptical. Um, you know, I <laughs> I think I just had this conversation with Jason like, I'm so sick of looking on Facebook and seeing everyone's like sob stories about how they can't provide their kids for Christmas. Like, mm -hmm. listen, I have been there. 
Like, uh, it, it was, it's slim pickings, but like you do what you, you have to do. And there's so many programs and, and all this stuff that you can get on and the toys for tots and home, not home depot, the holiday depot in Lapeer. We have, you know, what's called love Inc. You know, like no kid will go without a Christmas, but these people are like on Facebook asking for handouts and saying, Oh, well, you know, holiday depot won't call me back. Toys for tots won't call me back. You know, like, Whatever. No, no, that that's not the truth. And then someone will always come on and be like, I know you. And it's it's because you've done this numerous times. You know, it's the lady asking for groceries all the damn time. You know, it's like there are so many food pantries and everything that we have and like really good resources available for these people. And like if you are not preparing for your kids for Christmas yet, like I started buying shit. Like, after Christmas last year, you know, like, you pick up a thing or two. It doesn't have to be much. Again, you know, like, it doesn't have to be a toy truck. You get them what you can get them. You know, like, I just, I just find it so unreasonable, and I hate it because I know, I know some people really in are that, you know, in, in that, that tough spot, and it's like, how do you pick and choose who you help when there's so much deviance out there. It's, it's so confusing and it sucks because me and Tim, you know, we'll usually pick names off of a tree and start, you know, doing we've, we've bought things for our nephew, you know, when his parents couldn't or chose not to, you know, um, We've, you know, we, we've provided Christmas for, for, for children out of the goodness of our heart. We, you know, we've, we've sponsored families. Um, it's, it's just, it's, it's hard. It's hard. And, and it's funny too, because, you know, when you post, like I post a PSA every year about be careful of who you help this year, know the people that you're helping all of a sudden it's turned a 180 on you and all of a sudden you're made to be the bad guy. Yeah. You know, Oh, don't worry about who you're giving to just knowing your heart that you're giving. No, because I want to help someone that needs the help. Yeah. Um, uh, Where was I going with this? Uh, Sharon and I, back in the day, we used to go to neighbor for neighbor for help when we were first starting out. Mm -hmm. And uh, when, we got the help and they would help us with the presents. We would sign those presents from Santa Claus because we didn't buy them. We don't want the credit for. Eh, eh. Okay. This, this is what the woman said too in the video too. <laughs> we, <laughs> we didn't want the credit for those gifts, but at the same time, we didn't want credit for gifts regardless because it was just the joy of seeing the looks on Christmas morning when the kids would come downstairs and see the tree full of presents, them knowing the secret of Santa, that Santa Claus came and, and, and they were good and they got all these presents from Santa Claus, you know? Uh, now we did, we would post, uh, post, we would uh, put our name on certain tags from mom and dad. Kids didn't care if they were from mom and dad or not. They were presents. Yeah. They came from Santa Claus, you know. Right. So now that they're older, uh, my kids are, what, 23 and 24 now? Whew. God, am I getting old. 
um, we still put uh, from Santa Claus or from Buddy the Elf or something. You know, sometimes I'll put foul language on there. You know, like from your asshole dad or some shit <laughs> like that. You know, um, I put it but, in from my pets. I, right. I even do that. Like it's just funny. But for this woman to want the credit, to want the acknowledgement, to to say, I did this for you. I'm wondering, I'm wondering the way she posted in the video, if the kid opened up the Xbox five, as she said, would she get all happy and giddy and be like, Oh, your dad and I bought that for you. And it cost us $500. You know, that's the type of person that this lady strikes me as. Yeah, no, for, for sure. Because the whole point, I stress this every year. The whole point of giving a gift is not for what you receive in return it's it's to literally give a gift like plain and simple there's no crazy explanation it's it's a gift and like i mean matt and i recently for example we recently like went to um wood chips downtown which is an excellent you know excellent excellent restaurant and Not sponsored by the heat then any way possible. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> they were me and Matt were having a couple of appetizers, having a couple of drinks, you know, on our like little mother son date. And you know, my son's twenty one. And I sidebar. look over sidebar. I just gotta stop you for a second. I can't believe Matt's old enough to drink. I oh my god, I know. <laughs> <It> kills me. <laughs> okay. You can continue on. I just had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I know. Like first time I seen him like legally have a drink. It was, it was so surreal. So surreal. Yeah. Um, but I look over to our table, you know, it's a smaller restaurant and the tables are kind of close together. And I see this old man and he's just having a beer and eating a burger, and, but he's, he's by himself. And I don't know what struck me about this man. Um, he was just older. I have no idea if he was a veteran None, none whatsoever, but he reminded me of my grandfather, and then I just couldn't get out of my mind, like, he's eating alone, he's eating alone, and even Matt looked at me, and he was just like, it's because he's alone, isn't it? And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, like, I, 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 hate, I hate that, and so I pulled the waitress over, and I was like, put his stuff on our tab, and I was like, don't tell him it's from us. Just put his stuff on my tab. And she was just like, okay. And she went over to him when he asked, and he's like, where's the bill? And she's like, there isn't one. Someone's got it covered for you. You know, she looks at me. She winks. You know, he doesn't. He just kind of, like, looks down at his plate, and he's just like, all right. And, you know, just he cracks a little smile, and he gets his stuff together, you know, and he stands up and his back was a little hunched and he just got his coat on and he left. And I'm just like, that's, that's what, I didn't need the credit for that. I didn't need him to know that we did that. You know, I, I, I didn't need the whole freaking place to know that we did that. It was just a kind gesture and it was simply a gift and you don't need credit for that. Like those that do, then it's not a gift anymore. It's there there's there's a thing to that because 
when you give a gift, it's supposed to be not for what you can receive. It's for what you're actually, you know, you're giving. Oh, boy, did you just set me up here? You ready for this? Yeah. Here, here comes that pitch, and I'm about to knock it out of the park. Look at me. I'm all antsy now. <laughs> I'm excited. So, first of all, that's a wonderful thing you did for that man. Okay. Um, I only hope, and I'm going to put it like this, I've done this myself before when meals have been bought for me, and it's only happened on one occasion because I'm such a good-looking man, number one. But number two, uh, when the waitress told me my meal was taken care of, um, I didn't ask her how much the meal was or anything like that. But on the table, I left her a tip, and it was the price of the meal plus her tip, you know, because yeah. if I've been blessed, I feel like I need to bless someone else. Absolutely. Um, now, that comes around to my sister-in-law's asshole married boyfriend I was talking about here a couple weeks ago. I want to get your feelings on this. You've heard about my deal of Thanksgiving dinner, how I got snubbed, but I was informed by Sharon that he bought her and I Christmas gifts and that I had to. I was obligated to buy this guy a Christmas gift. When I was wrapping up his gifts, I don't even want to call them gifts. I almost want to call them uh I don't know. Anger fodder. There you go. <laughs> when I was wrapping these uh presents up, because he really should consider it a gift coming from me because I didn't want to do it, I was I, I grew more and more pissed off. As a matter of fact, after I got done wrapping them, I come up and I did that heat vent. But yesterday, here here's 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 the caveat to that. And I don't know if my neighbors listen to the podcast or not, and I don't want them to feel obligated. But Sharon and I, we bought our neighbors gifts because they help us out so much through the year. But Sharon looks at me and she says, well, they're probably not going to get us anything. I don't really care about that. My sister-in-law's boyfriend by the way, who was married to another woman and dating my sister-in-law. Um, in my opinion, he bought us gifts merely to try to weasel his way back into my good graces and become a part of the family. Whereas I don't feel any individual, man, woman, can't say child, but a person who lies about their relationship statuses in order to gain favor from other family members shouldn't be allowed into the family anyway. Um, I forgot where I was going with this, but I just kind of, I, I know you got feelings on this too. At, wow. This is going to be one of the longer heat fence. I can see that already. So now I want to hear your opinion on not only buying gifts for your neighbors and not expecting anything in return or expecting something in return. And then what my, in-laws have done what what's your feelings on that because uh have you ever felt obligated uh boy i didn't mean this episode to turn into this but since we're here what the hell let's roll i know right so yes i have very strong feelings on the whole the whole boyfriend thing i'll touch on the neighbors first um 
if if again if you want to buy a gift for somebody like it's it's because you want to show appreciation you just you want them to know that you're thinking of them Yep. It's it's not an obligation, an obligatory thing for them to like, well, I'm not going to buy a gift for them because they're not going to buy a gift for me. Like, that's not how gifts work. Bingo. Like when whenever I I purchase something for somebody else, I don't ask. I don't want anything in return. I'm not expecting anything in return. Like, it's just a gift. I thought of you when I seen it. I bought it. I want to show my appreciation. I love you. Here you go. And just because, also on the other foot, just because you don't or you can't reciprocate that, I don't think any less of those people. Like, oh, well, you, you didn't see anything for me. Like, that's not giving a gift. You know, right. like, that's not what this is about. Like, it, it's it's just not. If you're expecting something in return, that that's terrible. That's te- You should not give a gift under the guise of, you know, I, you better get me one, too. You know, like, I, I don't feel that. Like, one year, uh, we did the same for our neighbors. Like, <clears throat> one year, we had bought our neighbors some dog stuff because they got a new dog and it was awesome. And like, she's best friends with Pepper, our dog. And so like for Christmas, we just like brought over a bag of stuff, you know, like over to their house and we set it on their porch. And then, you know, we, we let them know, Hey, you know, it's, it's from us next door. And they're like, okay. And then like the next year, you know, they didn't reciprocate that. We, we didn't, it wasn't it wasn't like that. It was just something, oh my god, they got a new dog, so like, you know, we have to get them stuff. Um, the next year we found a, a bottle of Maker's Mark, you know, <laughs> like on our doorstep from our neighbors that were just like, Hey, just thinking of you, you know, Merry Christmas. And it's like, oh cool. But it wasn't like, oh my God, now I have to go out and buy them a gift. Like because I like I feel bad. You shouldn't even feel bad for not giving a gift. You know, like Do you and we'll get on the in law thing in a minute, but do you like if you bought your neighbors a gift the year previous, do you feel some sort of obligation to buy them a gift the following year just in case they want to reciprocate from the year prior? No, I I personally don't um, because when they bought us the bottle of Maker's Mark, um, you know, it was just in like a nice little gift bag. It was, it was left on our porch. And I think like the neighbor girl had texted Tim or something and said, Hey, you know, just so you know, I left something on your porch because we don't use our, our front door. <clears throat> we always go out through the garage and, um, you know, she's like, I, I just want to make sure it doesn't get like frozen or, you know, breaks, even though alcohol can't freeze. Um, but it was just like one of those things. It, but we like we didn't reciprocate that the following year. Um, there was there was some little thing. I think like Tim helped him on his breaks or something. And they were just like literally showing their appreciation to us for that. It wasn't. I didn't feel like, oh, well, you know, this year now, because we just got them dog stuff the year before, like, now we have to, we haven't given each other gifts, like, since that, that thing, because it just, it just wasn't there. Like, we still appreciate our our neighbor, and we, we love our neighbor, 
you know, he's, he's great, but it just, you know, it, it just hasn't came up, you know, um, nothing like that and, and nothing to reciprocate, um, you know, even if we wanted to, uh, but with, with the boyfriend, I'm, I'm particularly perturbed, (laughs) not, not only because he, he bought you guys gifts, because that's that's not the reason. It's the reason behind it. Like Bingo. so, even even before, like the whole reason why he bought you something. If he even did, he could be lying. Because I hate that shit too. Like they say that, and then probably come Christmas, you'll you know you'll you'll give him your shit, and he'll be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot yours at home." Like. In something, and, like, the thing was that he never fucking bought it to begin with. He was just trying to make you feel bad. Like, I hate people that use that shit, too. Like, but I bought you a Christmas gift. Like, so everything should just be okay. Even though you didn't, you're just trying to make the other person feel bad, and it's, like, around the season time. You know what I mean? So that shit irritates me, too. But anyone who barely knows their family, like, I find it very odd that he even bought you guys stuff. Like, unless it's like, oh, well, these these boxes of chocolate-covered cherries are five for five at Kroger, so I'm going to go ahead and buy five because there's, like, five people in this person's family, and I'll just give that as a gift. You know what I mean? Like, unless it's something like that, I find it very odd that he would even be purchasing you guys anything at all since you just met him and and the fact that he's like oh well I want to get in your good graces so I'm gonna buy you a gift because I'm a shitty human being in my own life (laughs) you know what I mean like so I'm gonna try to buy my way into your family and then if you don't reciprocate it like that's rude no it's not no, it is not. Nope. Like, I have had <laughs> moments with my brothers that they have, I, I have bought something from their kids and they didn't buy something for mine. And it's like, okay, you know, like, I have had moments where my brothers have bought me something and and I did not, I was not able to purchase something from them. Nobody was hurt. Like, no one was like, well, where's mine? You know, like, and actually, sometimes we even try to avoid that whole thing and just say, hey, all the siblings purchase a $5 lottery ticket and bring it to Christmas. And then we put the lottery tickets in a hat and we each draw one. So we all get a $5 lottery ticket. We've we've done that, too. And then, like, since then, we just kind of, like, stopped. You know, we we have so many nieces and nephews. We We just kind of, like, stopped you know, that whole thing, and everyone kind of saves money, you know, so it... See, I've been trying to get Sharon to just stop. Yeah. I try to tell Sharon, you know, don't buy me anything for Christmas, because if I want something, I'm just going to go and buy it myself. If you want something, we'll just go get it for you, you know. Um, Her and I, we talk a lot of times about big purchases, you know what I'm saying? So go ahead, yes, my bad. Go ahead. Oh, no. Um, I just, something that brought that up. Um, my husband knows, like, I, I think it, I think it's different 
for, for each couple, because like my husband knows that I, I am such a big kid and like, I love opening stuff. I don't care what it is. I I just like unwrapping something. And so we do buy each other gifts. Um, but it's literally because we're like big kids and we really, really like unwrapping stuff. But we always save that for like way last, you know, like after the kids have had their moments and we got to enjoy those, like then we'll give each other gifts. But it's kind of like a, you better give me a gift because I want something to unwrap. <laughs> well. Let, let, let's be honest here. Even if Sharon and I agreed not to buy each other something for Christmas, we would probably buy something for each other for Christmas. I probably wouldn't go to the extremes that I do, you know. Uh, and I really, really hate it when, like, she'll put stuff on the Amazon wish, wish list and, you know, like, okay, this is what I want for Christmas. I'm like, well, why didn't you just buy it then instead of making me buy it for you? But, but like, I want to stop buying gifts for my mother-in-law and I want to stop buying gifts for my sister-in-law. Really, they're the only people I feel obligated to buy gifts for because Sharon is like, you know, uh, I don't know how many more Christmases we're going to have with mom. Well, your mom is so selfish and entitled. She doesn't need nothing. And it upsets me greatly that I even have to get her anything. Yeah. But. You know, it's Sharon, it's her mom, and I can't, I can't say no to my wife. It's just the way it is. But, Amy, I just wanted to, uh, we're, we're coming up on, well, we're over 45 minutes now. Um, I just kind of want to get your final thoughts on what this woman had to say in the video, and, uh, we'll probably cut out of here. Yeah. No, um, my, my thoughts are, again, yeah, it's conflicted, you know, no, I, I, I don't enjoy children being upset or thinking that they're less than because, you know, of, of something someone else got. But then again, I think, okay, you know, the reality of it is what are these parents teaching their kids and, you know, to like act that way or, or even feel like that, you know, because a, a gift is tailored differently to every single person, you know, that that's kind of why they don't have the one size fits all gift, because, you know, something that may mean more to one child may not mean anything to another child. And I, I just don't think that, you know, giving everyone the same thing is an appropriate way to deal with you know, that kind of issue, if that's even happening, I think it's, it's more on a parenting level than, than a Santa Claus level, you know? Um, so I, I mostly feel like she is wrong and, you know, I'm just going to continue on continuing and teaching my kids that, you know, no, don't go to school and brag, you know, just in case there's other kids that didn't receive that. Um, but I don't, it's like not in their nature to do so anyway, you know, um, and I've just, I've never, I've never seen it, never experienced it. And I don't know why this is such a thing. It's like they're feeling bad about their own situations and trying to put that on other people. And that, that bothers me too, because that's, that's your Christmas is none of my business. (laughs) I, I believe it's people like this woman in this video 
that is going to destroy the secret of Santa for these kids early on in their lives. They're going to eventually ruin the magic of Christmas because they are self-entitled. They want all the acknowledgement from their kids not to share in a little holiday magic as far as Santa Claus goes. And it's people like this that actually make me sick to my stomach because these are the people that are expecting gifts. These are the people that are self-entitled. These are the people... They are, they are what I call the gimme gimmies. It's all about me. It's what can you do for me? Give me that acknowledgement. Give me those presents. There is no kids turn off their, turn off your speakers real quick. If you're listening to the show anyway, shame on you, but turn off your speakers. Um, you know, there is no Santa Claus. This is what they're, they're telling their kids. And quite frankly, I am of the belief. There is a little bit of Santa Claus in each and every one of us. It don't matter how old you are, big or small, fat or skinny, old, young. You know, it don't matter. There's always a little bit of Santa Claus. And quite frankly, Nation, if you don't believe in Santa Claus, turn this show off right now. Get the fuck off my front porch because I don't want you here anyway. Amy. (laughs) <laughs> Go ahead. Let it out, baby. Let it you're out. Just, <laughs> you're just hilarious. And, I, like, I totally agree. You know, like, the magic of, of Santa Claus is not – it's different in everyone. And, like, my kids, they know the truth, but they still want to believe. And I still hide all my shit. Like, I don't tell them what I – you know what I mean? Like, we still keep it a secret. Because that's the way that they want it, and that's the way that it should be. And, like, every morning that I see my kids' faces like that, you know, like, viewing what's under the tree. And even when I open up a pair of socks, it's like the magic is still there, and it's still there in all of us. And, yeah, shame on you. Yeah. Um, Real quick before we go, it's great when your kids get older because a lot of times if you did those special things with your kids when they were little – and you do it again when they're older, they appreciate it so much more. And I'm going to give you an example. My daughter, when she was a teenager, she started asking us for money for Christmas. Okay. And so what I did is I came up with a scavenger. So I would t- put five, ten, whatever, some sort of denomination of money in an envelope. And I would take the first envelope and I would hide it in a spot. And then that would lead to a clue. And then that clue would lead her to the next envelope. And she would go on to scavenger hunt. And when she was all done, she'd open up her envelope and she'd have, you know, I, I don't want to say a pile of money in front of her, but she, you know, a hundred bucks, you know, ten, 10 clues, $10 bills, you know, uh, she was appreciative of it because she had to work for it. Yeah. I, I didn't do it for her for years. And then I did it for her last when she was 22, 23 years. When I handed her her envelope, and it's... All right, Nation, it's not like me to start welling up while I'm talking about it, but, (laughs) you know, when I think about her face when I handed her that first envelope, and her jaw dropped, and she started to cry, and she says, Dad, I have been waiting so long to do this again. It melted my heart. And that is what the spirit of Christmas is. You don't have to look for the acknowledgement. You just have to keep the magic alive in one way, shape, or form. So this woman in this video, 
I'd like to give you a big old fuck you, get off my front porch, and have a merry fucking Christmas. End of the day, you deserve. <laughs> and Amy, I want to thank you for joining me on the front porch, uh, gracing the nation with your presence. Um, I don't know how big the nation is. It might be up to about three people now. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not pretty well, sure. In whatever case, thank you for having me. It was so, a lovely time. I, I value you. I value your opinions. And I wouldn't have been happier with anybody else on the show today. So thank you. Merry Christmas to you, and Tim, and the boys, and Pepper, and the kitty. You know, <laughs> I hope you guys have the best Christmas. Thank you. I hope you guys do too. Okay. From Porch Nation, we're just about out of here. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us here on the Front Porch today. I want to wish you and yours the merriest of Christmas. I don't say happy holidays. I don't care if you celebrate Kwanzaa. I don't care if you celebrate Hanukkah. You know, celebrate in the way that you want to celebrate because that's what makes you uniquely you. So... Merry Christmas from everyone here at the PFC Entertainment Network. Be sure to check out Amy on The Real Podcast. I'm here every other Saturday, I think. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Check out Klaus and Q. They just did a show last night on uh, December 15th. They are on the Orient TV Facebook page on TV. Uh, check out uh, Klaus to the Heart. We got another show debuting with Joanna Barnes called... We don't talk about that. And, oh, Amy's favorite show to say anyway, say what? <laughs> Is that how you what? want me to say? <laughs> so, I think we got one more show to go before the end of the year. So, Merry Christmas, Nation, and thanks for joining us once again. Later. <laughs>